Our morning show has it all. News, trivia, and music. The Morning Mix-Up with Jay and Sarah. It just entertains me and gets me through the annoying drive. On 95.7 The Mix. A woman tried to go through security at New York's John F.K. Uh, International Airport. Right, The big JFK airport. It's well known around the world. She tried to walk through there with nine boxes of ammunition this past Tuesday. This is not the first person who's tried to take ammunition or guns through TSA lately. I, I remember before I was gone, we had uh, the gun story. There on was the another airport. one while you were gone. Really? Yes. Well, the uh, security administration said the woman was stopped by uh, officers trying to carry essentially 400 bullets onto her flight. Variety of sizes. There was uh, shotgun shells. There was, you know, 308. There was 233. There was 9mm. Anyway, they confiscated the ammunition, gave the woman a citation, and when they asked her, apparently she grabbed the wrong bag on the way to the airport. She grabbed Hang her on. son's bag is what Hang she claims. On. Because I know how heavy those boxes are. Yeah. You ain't grabbing the wrong bag unless you packed bricks in your own. But, I mean, you got to be special to think that you're walking through the airport airport with all that ammunition and and somebody's not going to stop you. Look, somebody tried to smuggle guns in there last week. I'm not saying that. But there's a reason we're making this person the bonehead of the day. You know what? Either way, you know, if she tried to do this on purpose, that's even more ridiculous. If it was now, an honest mistake. If it was an honest mistake, do you understand still? how angry her son is at her right now? Do you know how expensive ammunition is and how hard right. it is to come by? Yes, I do, actually. Uh, and the, I mean, the, they, they're like, yeah, that's a lot I can't remember how much. Yeah, that's that's a good bit there. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. And honorary mention here for uh, bonehead light. Uh, police in Florida's Monroe County say a car was spotted speeding on May 12th in the morning. Officer tried to flag it down, light, sirens, the whole bit, and uh, the person took off. Okay. They eventually got him pulled over, had to arrest the person and take him to jail. The driver, just 19 years old, Janiah, Janiah Douglas, was arrested. And uh, when they asked her, what in the world were you thinking? What were you doing? She told police that getting arrested was on her bucket list since high school. Well, awesome. I mean, that's something to look forward to and and try to do. (laughs) Uh, yay Janiah. did on purpose yeah like she sought out a police officer intentional and, oh, let's go coppers come on <laughs> come on wow yeah so anyway a couple of boneheads well good Janiah. out there this morning hey she made it happen you she can, did you can cross that off your list Janiah. she manifested that arrest <laughs> mornings are about coffee good music breakfast enjoy them even with Jay and Sarah. I listen to the radio every morning. The Morning Mix-Up on 95.7 The Mix. Now, over the weekend, I watched the uh, new Doctor Strange movie, and it was a borderline scary movie. Right. I didn't see that coming. Like, people had said that, and I was like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) 
halfway through, I'm going, Aggie, hold my hand. Because that's not my thing, right? I don't do the, the spooky stuff, the scary stuff. I just don't like feeling uncomfortable with stuff like that. And then I read this story, and I'm like, I'd move. I'd burn the house down. I absolutely... Look, let's back up and tell the story. Uh-huh. So, Jonathan Lewis started a do-it-yourself project in his new house. Um. It was an older house, and he wanted to knock through a wall uh, to solve the mystery over a loose wire that was just there, and he didn't know what it was supposed to go to or where it went. Okay. So he was um, he went ahead and did that and got into the wall and found a creepy old rag doll just sitting inside the wall, just sitting there, right? But it had. I, I mean, that's. Just creepy, creepy by itself. Right, but it was holding a note. It was holding a note. And I and I honestly believe that the previous owners were big pranksters. Because now I want to go home and do this myself. But the doll was holding a note which described in great detail how she had killed the previous owners because they were too happy. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine being that guy? And it's already creepy. You're looking at the the, the hole in the wall and there's, you know, Raggedy Ann or whatever it is. And you grab the note. Dear reader, new homeowner, thank you for freeing me. My name is Emily. My original owners lived in this house in 1961 and I didn't like them, so they had to go. All they did was sing and be merry. It was sickening. Stabbing was my choice of death for them, so I hope you have knives. Sleep well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh No, no, I'm just burning it. I'm burning the doll. I'm bringing the sage in. Start over. The priest. I mean, the whole nine yards. They're going to come exercise the place. (laughs) I need an old priest and a young priest. (laughs) That's right. Lots of holy water. (laughs) Wow, that is ultimate creepster. It is. And what a what a long end game, right? Right. I mean, they're probably gone by now, sure. whoever did whoever that. Whoever did this. If it was early 60s. Now chuckling in the le- in the afterlife, right? Looking down and going, "Oh, finally somebody found it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took you long enough. Oh, that was a good one, wasn't it, Ethel? <laughs> I would say they high five, but that wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> the morning mix up is not your typical morning show. It gets you going, get the blood circulating, you know you might bounce with it. It just gets me pumped up. I like to laugh in the morning. Every weekday morning. I love the morning show. The morning mix up with Jay and Sarah. On 95.7, the mix. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Time for headlines. I saw this first one on TikTok saw this one the video that went with it oh yeah yes and it was just chilling right there on the front porch <laughs> like morning frank yeah like got some coffee yeah here's your newspaper headline number one here florida man shocked to find eight foot alligator on front porch <laughs> eight foot he was a fat alligator too <laughs> he was not a small boy <laughs> A man finds creepy doll with note saying it killed previous owners during home renovations. That that headline led us to the story that we just did a minute ago. I can't. (laughs) No. Like, I just can't. I I might even burn the whole house down. Not just the doll. (laughs) Or that wall. Just the whole whole thing. Like, we need to start over here. Uh, Fed up man tows neighbor's car for blocking driveway to teach him a lesson. 
Mm. So the guy was blocking his driveway. Apparently. And apparently it wasn't the first time. Oh, see, I would, I might do the same thing. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't think I would do this unless I talk to him first. You know what I'm saying? Now, if this guy has tried talking to him several times before and he was still doing the same thing, yeah, I don't care. I will absolutely call somebody. The guy was intentionally blocking his driveway. Yeah. These two were having a thing. So his next door neighbors apparently had a baby and they were making a conscious effort to ensure they weren't disturbed. And so they purposely would block his driveway so he couldn't start his car and go anywhere. Wow, wow, wow. I had to know. I would tow the, I would tow it too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all there is to that one. Done. I'm I'm with him on this one. <laughs> this is where I bring out all the classic cars and see how much noise they can make at the same time. <laughs> it's a good way to get shot these days. <laughs> Especially as sleepless parents. <laughs> Ohio man gets jail time for Shipping kilos of drugs using U.S. priority mail. Why not? <laughs> like, how did you think this well, was going to go, dude? Flat rate. Come on. <laughs> if it fits, it should. Right. <laughs> there it is. Wow. See what he saved on his shipping costs now he can use for a lawyer. He's going to need one. Yes. Busted. We gotta have a naked man in there somewhere. Of course. Usually it's Florida. Apparently, these days though, they're taking the clothes off in Oklahoma. Yep, naked Oklahoma man on drugs tears apart Quick Trip store, dumps beer on his head. On his own head. Yeah, not somebody else's. He was like, "I need a shower." I draw a line. <laughs> I will destroy merchandise, but I won't hurt people, and I will not dump beer on other people. I wonder what kind of beer it was. I mean, either way, alcohol abuse. Right. Yeah. Texas man arrested for attacking car repo man with machete. Boom. There's our machete story. Why? This is my favorite headline of all, though. Yeah. We saved the best for last on this one. If, If you haven't seen the news, this is real. This is not a made up thing. This is absolutely real. Big news story. The uh, Oklahoma football team has signed a quarterback named General Booty. Like, that's his name. General is his first name. Booty. Booty. B-O-O-T-Y is his last name. Internet falls in love with his incredible name. So, yeah. So his uncle actually played for um, Pete Carroll when Pete Carroll was at USC. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And so he's like a JUCO transfer coming in. Um, but yeah, his name is General Booty. <laughs> I will watch the Oklahoma games, which I, I just to know, hear the announcers call him. Here comes General Booty. <laughs> General Booty leads the charge. I mean, you know they're going to say that, right? <laughs> General Booty rounds up his troops. I mean, I can come up with cliche after cliche after cliche to call these games. They need me. Booty for the win. That's right. Booty scores! <laughs> I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Wake up every weekday with Jay and Sarah. Makes me laugh. It's you in a good mood. The morning mix-up on 95.7 The Mix. Because obviously, <laughs> obviously it does not. All right, so. It just has to be orderly and color-coordinated. <laughs> Everything has its place, okay? Right. 
We're referring to socks, by the way. We haven't mentioned that here recently. Rights heating and air question of the day. Do you match your socks before you put them in the drawer? You sane people are going, yeah, of course we do, because otherwise that's just chaos, right? And then there's, well, No, okay, Sarah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's back up a second. Sane okay. people might, there's people in the middle who uh-huh. probably do match their socks and throw them in the drawer, right? You buy all the same socks, all the same color, all the same style, and we'll just wipe out a drawer and replent, replenish all at the same time. Yes. Okay, that, that is a little... I'll admit, I've taken some extra steps. But also... <laughs> but also, when I do laundry now, I don't have to look for the matching brown sock. Brown socks go with brown socks. I don't either. I know you don't. But because I at don't... the end of the day, I walk out and my socks are matching. And? And yours are does, not matching. Does somebody score you? Do you get a star for that somewhere? It And it's gold. Okay. I, I'm just asking. Are there points that I'm missing out on on life somewhere yeah. because I wear mismatched socks? You go. Sometimes. No gold stars for you. I So. Okay. <laughs> you guys let us know. What's your opinion on this? Because we're going back and forth about the socks. <laughs> 229-333-0957. You can call or text. Or you have it up there on the... Uh, we do. On, on the Facebook the pages. Dang old internet. And there is man. no right answer to this. It's just whatever oh, no, floats your boat. It's fun. You can be a psycho yeah. if you want to. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> just going to keep you on your toes, right? <laughs> In the dirt... Sad story on this one. I I really hate to hear this. She's kind of been all over the place on the internet recently. And, you know, we were all cheering her on. And then there was the engagement. And then there was the pregnancy. And now, no. Yeah. uh, Britney Spears and Sam Esgari announced in a joint statement that she had suffered a miscarriage. Um, And they vowed to continue to try to expand their family. So all thoughts and prayers going out to her. Yes. And to him, of course. Uh, sad news about Fred Ward. He was in a lot of cool stuff that yes, I liked. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He was in uh, Tremors. He was in The Right Stuff. Uh, Henry in June. I liked a lot. He passed away last Sunday, 79 years old. Uh, no word on the cause of his death, but I know a lot, whole lot of actors have been online posting you know, things about how good he was and how much fun he was and so on and so forth. My favorite, though, came from Kevin Bacon, who, of course, was in Tremors with him and said, and I quote, when it came to battling underground worms, I couldn't have asked for a better partner, unquote. That was nice. So Kevin Bacon. Yes. So married with children. Yes. Coming back in the form of an animated series. No word on when it's airing, but the original Bundys are going to come back and voice their characters. Yeah, so you got Ed O'Neill and Katie Seagal and Christina Applegate and uh, David Faustino. All of them, the original people from Married with Children. They're all going to voice their own characters. So the Billboard Music uh, Awards, eh, you know, about the only surprising thing that happened was Machine Gun Kelly... Uh, dedicating his performance to his wife, Megan Fox. As far as we knew, they were not married, and then called out their unborn child. Now, this is a guy that's known for some outlandish 
stuff right? and stunts and pranks and we don't know if this is true or not. I mean, what it's we're publicity and we're all talking about it today. So yes, we are. Whatever it worked. Um, there is sadness, ladies. Jason Momoa has a new woman in his life following his split from Lisa Bonet. Multiple sources are saying that he has been uh, dating Eliza Gonzalez after he and Bonet announced in January they were separating after almost 20 years together. But yeah, he's found a new woman to take care of him. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Sorry, Sarah. It's I mean, okay. dis- despite your, I mean, your I... sock craziness, I really do care about your feelings. <laughs> right. So, you right. Know. <laughs> Elon Musk has announced that his Twitter deal is temporarily on hold, which has created a whole lot of great memes. A whole storm of things because Twitter, in preparation for the buyout, had actually announced some layoffs and they had gotten rid of some managers. And yeah, and now it's like, breaks are on. Hey, so Bob, you think you might want to come back to work? Sorry I fired you yesterday, buddy. So Snoop, Snoop reads the news, gets on Twitter and starts joking that he would like to go ahead and buy it now. And the tweets are hilarious. And then somebody rolls back and says, only if you promise to name it Twizzle. (laughs) Shizzle. Dot com. There you go. <laughs> and Woody Harrelson has found his calling. He has opened a pot dispensary in West Hollywood. Of course I, he did. I can't. Look, is his partner Willie Nelson? That that would be the only thing that could make it better. Snoop, Willie, and Woody. Oh, gosh, that's a great band name right there. <laughs> oh, All right, then. They would be great business partners. Harold and Kumar work in the counter. Yeah. You know. I mean, come on, you know, and throw in a little OG and go some Cheech and Chong and they can be your sales reps, right? Or managers. Yeah. Nice. There, there it is. We got it covered. There's your dirt. Jay and Sarah are about. Lots of fun. Gets my day started. They're the first horse spot here in the morning. Turn on the morning mix. On 95.7, the mix. <sighs> so anyway, Tom Brady is in the news. Yes, he is. And apparently he is just enjoying the off season tremendously. He's all over TikTok these days. I was so glad I was out last week when I was out and the news broke about his like his contract gazillion dollar Fox contract. Well, I think you and I actually did talk about it because I think the news broke Tuesday after we got off the air and you and I had the same reaction. They were like, yeah, so as soon as he retires from football, he's going to go into the broadcast booth. And my, I, I was like, when? 2052? I mean, so. You know, yes, but uh, apparently he has taken the time to uh, do fun stuff, like taking a city bike ride through New York City. How'd that go for you, Tom? Well, it took him 10 minutes to unlock the bike. (laughs) And there's video. Because he's got, you know, he takes his own video, which is hilarious. And he posts this stuff and TikTok and it shows the whole bike ride, which he was riding without a helmet. And, you know, there's so many different injury-type clauses and things that football players, especially high-dollar players like him, are allowed to do and not allowed to do. You would think riding a bicycle without a helmet would be one of those things. Skydiving. As a nope. I mean, those kind of things. Racing cars or any of that kind of stuff. So he's, he's talking about the dogs along the way. Obviously, it was like a GoPro camera. 
Um, and and so <laughs> I guess maybe he's like brushing up on his play-by-play because we got play-by-play of the bike ride to a point where he even, as the pedestrian crossing came across and he's slowing down to stop, a guy like zips by him and almost mows down a pedestrian. He's like, hey, 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 you're supposed to stop for them. I mean, like that's Tom wow. Brady getting onto somebody else. Yeah. So there it is. And and then he had to let everybody know there was even a bell on his bike. <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> I put a bell on my bike, too. Yeah? I did. Put a bell on the bike. All right. Tom Brady. Look, me and Tom, we got bells on the bikes. <laughs> In stereo. That's right. All right. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's that. At least he, you know, stood there looking dumb for a few minutes. That made me feel good about myself. So yeah. I'll, I'll take that part from I don't it. know what it is. I look at him these days, and for some reason, have you noticed he's looking younger? Is he doing of a... Of course he is. Is he doing a Benjamin Buttons on us? I don't know. Maybe now that he's home and he's got all this spare time, he's gotten into Giselle's, like, skincare or something. I bet he has. And, and all the facials and the anti-aging stuff. Let's start watching her. <laughs> Maybe she's going the other direction because he keeps stealing all her stuff. I don't, I don't know, but I could see them sitting down and doing him and her like facials. And <laughs> I mean, Brady's that kind of guy. He could get away with it, and nobody would be like, nobody would think twice. Of course, you know, if if that was me, everybody would go, ha ha! Look at that guy putting the look at Jay with that face. green goop ah, all over ah, his face. Yeah. yeah, Brady does it. Oh, he's so in touch. He's having a moment with his wife. It's, he's so metro. He's so metro. He's so nice and perfect in every way, shape, and form. Stupid face. Well, now that he's gotten out of New England, he's a much different person. Seems to be. Got bells on his bike and moisturizer on his face. I'm the We're here to get you going. I'm the with Jay and Sarah. Oh, yeah. Good morning. The morning mix-up on 95.7 The Mix. I was just reminded of the uh, story that Sarah did last week of the uh, sea squirt, I think is what it was. <laughs> yes. And, and he might have the inside track on that. Oh, you know what? You're right. The what? Maybe they're using him as an experimental subject. It's very, very possible. That hey, can y'all throw some 21 theory. pilot heathens? Heathens, 21 pilots? We can do that. Yeah. And I'll explain to Jay what sea squirts are. Do it on the air, just in case somebody else missed it. <laughs> I will. Thank you so very much. Hey, we appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great day. You too. Goodbye. Okay. What is a sea squirt? Well, first, we all established last week that when I broke this story, that we really, truly wished that they, we would rename them into something else. Because this is some, a potential game changer, because these are little creatures that live in the ocean. Um, and they contain a certain chemical that we tend to lose as we age. Okay. And you can, um, and the studies are showing that potentially they could be used to slow down or even reverse cognitive. Uh, uh, I get yes. it now. He was talking about and, Brady getting younger. Yes. And the and, okay. and aging and that the fact that even it had reversed graying in the mice that they had done studies on. So they're thinking that maybe they can slow down aging, uh, reverse some of the the things that happen mentally with you as you grow older, but they're called sea squirts. So really, we need to rebrand that. 
Absolutely. I mean, because when you walk around, you're like, like, you look so good. How do you do it? I got the sea squirts. Doesn't yeah. sound so I, great. I do hope Tom Brady gets the sea squirts. <laughs> well, it looks like he might have. I think our listener is absolutely <laughs> on to something there. Listen, we got to stop this ridiculous stuff and get to the serious look, stuff. All this research that's coming around these uh-huh. days. I mean, we're going to track cheese now. Yeah. Well, the serious stuff is there's robots and, you know. In cheese. Well, apparently there's a big, big problem with cheese fraud. <laughs> like a big problem. Like Who a knew this was a thing? billion dollar problem. So in Italy, official, I mean, you know, when you go grab your bottle of Kraft or whatever brand you use of Parmesan cheese, that's not really like it's official Parmigiano Reggiano, right? I mean, yeah. we all understand that. But apparently there really is a an issue with fraud for the producers of the Parmigiano Reggiano cheese. So, uh, because it's a lot of European Let's, products have protected designation of origins. Absolutely. And as the, well as they should. And this is literally a $2 billion problem yeah. and let's for the put cheese it, producers. Let's put it to scale here. They say their sales of the actual real product annually is $2.44 billion. We eat a lot of cheese. Yes, we do. The fraudulent cheese, though. Now, two point four four billion for the real stuff. The fake stuff is two point zero eight billion dollars. So, almost as much. Yeah. So people, I mean, these producers are actually losing money because of this. A lot of it. But they have figured out a way to overcome this, which is an interesting, <laughs> an interesting little way. Uh, they're going to fight counterfeit cheese. No more faux cheese. Tiny food-safe transponders will be put in the rinds of legitimate wheels of the Parmesan Reggiano. It's a scannable new food tag that's smaller than a grain of salt, highly durable. And that means they're going to be able to trace and track cheese so they know whether it's real or fake. I felt pretty certain since... Yes, since Terminator 2 that, you know, there was going to be a rise of the machines at some point. At some point, I just didn't realize it was going to be through wheels of cheese. Right. I didn't see that one coming. Did you know there's a cheese consortium? I mean, it, that's which sounds kind of like a cheese mafia, but apparently there is. <laughs> I just the things we learn in here in the morning. I want to see that movie. I want the cheese mafia. Yes. <laughs> I want to see a cheese mafia movie. So this puts like a whole new level of understanding to that book that was so popular in business, Who Stole My Cheese? Right? <laughs> I mean, obviously the consortium wants to know because they want to have a talk with you. So tomorrow's question of the day, what actors and actresses should be in the uh, cheese, cheese Mafia movie? The cheese Consortium. I'm throwing Will Ferrell in there right off the bat. Cheese. Cheesy. And De Niro's got to be in there. The cheesiest of the actors, which means we need to throw Adam Sandler in there for sure, right? right? <laughs> this is insane because this is real. Tiny little robot cheese protectors. That's right. Going we, out in the wheels of cheese. I just was... So if you accidentally ingest these little cheese trackers, does this mean the consortium can now track you? <laughs> For a little while, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> it depends on just how much cheese we how eat. How much cheese are you eating? 
Wake up, gotta move, gotta move. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? Turn the radio on. The best way to wake up is with Jay and Sarah. The morning mix-up. Weekdays on 95.7 The Mix. You guys have to call in. Yes. 229-333-0957. It's not like we can hear them if they shout, Jay. I might. I mean, if it was my mother-in-law, I feel pretty confident. Uh, I feel pretty confident she's probably not listening to you. (laughs) There are reasons. All right, here we go. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. That was some of the best flying I've seen to date. Right up till the part where you got killed. Are we doing Southern? Southern Top Gun? I just, that's what I was feeling in the okay, moment. Okay, got it. That, that's what just came <laughs> out of my mouth. You were divinely inspired. I, I was. What if you mix Top Gun and... and uh, <laughs> Deliverance. All right, if you guys know who said that, and we'll take the actor name or we'll take the character name. Good luck. 95.7 The Mix. Good morning. Who's this? William. All right there, William. What character said that quote? That would be Jester. Oh, you were right. Yeah, good job, man. When you first wake up, turn on Jay and Sarah. It wakes me up and it gives me energy to start my day. The morning mix-up gets me in a good mood. 95.7, The Mix. So we we talked about robots and tracking cheese. Tracker Monterey Jackers, that's what I'm calling them. Do you want Terminators? Because this is how you get Terminators. Or Transformers, maybe, because walking cars? Hyundai. It's been working on walking car designs, and they're going to move forward with the opening of a $20 million development center. So they, their mission is to build vehicles for future customers who want or need to travel over terrain that are challenging for conventional ground vehicles. So <laughs> it goes on to say that um, these it's an Elevate concept. And it will inspire a larger two-person ATV-type vehicle with robotic legs that can address challenging driving situations Uh and potentially save lives as first responders uh, in natural disasters, which is great. But I can just see these things. Will they be roadworthy? Because I don't want to be in a traffic jam and have some car walk over the top of me. (laughs) That's all I can see in my head here is just this car walking you know, right on over everybody else who stopped in traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little interesting, isn't it? There it is. <laughs> Do you want Terminators? I, I'm telling you, the machines are coming, and we keep feeding into it. We're like, let's build robotic legs. Well, we've, you know? we've created artificial intelligence that learns, mm-hmm. and it is now learning emotion as well. I mean, we're just making it smarter and smarter than we are, which I'm not so sure is the greatest idea out there. Right? So It's going to look at us at some point and go, okay, they're the problem, not the solution. Right? Yeah. Jay and Sarah. On the way to work, I love to listen to the morning show. It gets my day going. It makes me laugh. I love it. The Morning Mix-Up. Love the mornings. Love your morning, too. On 95.7 The Mix. I've been waiting for this this morning. Circling back around. (laughs) (laughs) It's the rights heating and air question of the day. Um, And it actually started last week before you were gone. Right. And the... It was discovered. That... Jay feels very strongly about how I don't match socks. 
just chaos. It's it's not it's it's contained chaos in a it doesn't matter. It's just one of those things, you know, where you you just like you fight your battles and that's just not a battle I care to fight. Mm-hmm. People don't see my socks. If I'm going to, for whatever rare, weird reason, wow, I got that out, um, wear socks that are going to be seen by other people, I may or may not match them. I don't really care. It depends on where I'm going, what I'm doing. But for the most part, nah. I would like to say that sounds very freeing. But it makes you like... But it stresses me out. Yeah. I'm like, why would you do that? And the other thing is like when you put your socks up, and this is more specific to the question of the day, when you're putting your socks away, you just throw them all in a drawer. No, I told you. I stack them by size and put them in the drawer. I don't match them up by color. That's no point. <laughs> so you put the long ones with the long ones yeah. and the short ones with the short ones. Yeah. But they could just be whatever design, whatever color, you don't care. Yes, Mr. OCD. I'm just, I just don't get it. Missy texted in early this morning about the question of the day. She says, I stick with my initial statement that socks have feelings and need cuddles to survive the darkness. And therefore, mine are always mated in the drawer. However, I'm not above introducing a new relationship and mating two unmatched socks that have tragically lost their partners. Well, what happens with that one sock? I mean, what happens if you have an odd number? It's got to hang out and wait. And somebody referred to something uh, on one of the other messages here, and I do the exact same thing. Well, somebody said they, what's that? What do you do? Well, where you have a designated area where you sit the odd socks as you go through the rest of the laundry, right, to find the mate of the sock. But after so long, if you don't find the mate of the sock, that sock is going in the trash. But what happens if you find it later, like you dropped it somewhere in the house? Then you put that one in the trash. Why would you throw away perfectly good socks? Because they don't match. <laughs> they didn't. They lost their partner. Their oh. reason for being. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Diane, or excuse me. Oh, the screen jumped. Uh, Damon. Damon says. I buy all the same socks, all the same color, so don't feel bad. Hey, thank you, Damon. <laughs> so, so appreciate that. Let's see, what was? Man, I tell you what. Diane says absolutely. <laughs> the socks must match, not only on the body, but uh, folded, not rolled, and by colors in the sock drawer. I thank think, you, Diane. I think you found your person. You're you are my person, Diane. Thank you for that. So, okay, so Sandy says if a sock gets lost in the wash, the single sock does not go in the drawer. It hangs out on top of the dryer until its mate is found. Yes. If it's not found in a month's time, it goes out with the trash. I just I just can't understand you people throwing away perfectly good socks. But they don't have a match. Well, so? You don't have one foot. Well, now, some people do. You so, don't have one foot. No. But my feet don't. It's not like I can't walk if I don't have matched socks on. I mean, that's not what causes me to trip over imaginary lines in the floor. <laughs> it's not the mismatched socks. 
Oh. And then my wife texted in. Which was perfect. I'll let you quote her. No, normal people aren't OCD and anal retentive. (laughs) They throw their drawers in a drawer if they make it that far. Laundry basket. Black, brown, short, long, fuzzy, crazy, cartoony socks. They all go together. Uh Uh-huh. But we're not. I'm not. Okay, we won't talk about how you fold your underwear. Actually, she said underoos, so there's that. Man, I miss underoos. <laughs> Arthur uh, says, yes, he normally does, but there was a time when he bought a whole bunch of socks that were identical and just threw them in the drawer. Well, and and I could do that if I had a brown drawer, a black drawer, a white drawer. Oh, good heavens. Steven says, part of the reason I don't match socks anymore is because my youngest daughter does not and is forever borrowing whichever of my socks she can, so I gave up matching. Which is exactly, I mean, that's that's what I said. He has a son old enough to wear the same socks, mm-hmm. so he takes his socks. And that's why I, I just quit giving up, because my child would take socks, and she never matched socks, and that's where I got it from. <laughs> I was just like, I give up. Good point, Cherie. Cherie texted in and said the lone socks make great cleaning rags. I have done that with like the, the what do you put on the wood, the spray on the wood? Pledge. Pledge. Yes. The lemon smell and stuff. And uh, used a uh, unmatched, like lonely sock to wipe everything down. Yeah. Yep. And Terry says the same thing. She matches her socks, discards the solo ones. These poor socks that are just being thrown away because the other one got lost. (laughs) So Peggy says, when my kids were young, we had a laundry basket with all socks in it, and you just dug around. Best of luck. We called it sock hell, and on the rare occasion someone sat and matched them all, we then called it sock heaven for a short period of time. (laughs) This is awesome. Thank you, Peggy. Uh, You know, most of the people online says match. Um, match, match. Tracy said she has a couple pairs of black socks just for work. The rest of her colored socks are thin ankle socks. Match them up and lay them down together. It was 1969. What? July 20th, 1969. That uh, somebody walked on the moon. We had the technology to put a man on the moon. Okay. To this day, in all our awesomeness, can't make a dryer that doesn't eat my socks. Well, now Sharon says she just piles them in. But Vicky, Vicky is Vicky is my soulmate here. She quoted, "Life is too short to spend matching socks." That's right. I agree. So I buy all the same kind. Oh, the just... only thing is I have a pile <laughs> Look for at you each just color. just sitting here just gently clapping. If I told you that your personality uh-huh. can be summed up in your socks. <laughs> What does that say you know about what? you? I've changed my mind. Let's go back to talking about stupid face. <laughs> in the morning, in the morning, yeah. Wake up with Jay and Sarah. On the way to work, I love to listen to the morning show. It gets my day going. It makes me laugh. I love it. In the morning. Turn on the morning mix-up with Jay and Sarah. On 95.7 oh, we did? Yeah, Deanna mix. says that her socks are the same kind. She folds and matches together, puts in the drawer. She doesn't like to roll socks, but her boys all wear the same size and they can't remember who gets what type of socks. So they all go in a small basket and they grab what they want and they hardly ever have matching socks. Ah, just a free for all. That's right. It's a sock free for all. 
<laughs> Does that make you like itch and squirm when you think about that? Oh, you do love to torture me. So. I mean, you know, if I gave you a pair of mismatched socks on purpose, what would you do? I got a lighter around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about drinking. I might, it might drive you to drink, right? <laughs> yes. But, but not in New York, because I couldn't afford it. But uh, things are changing. New York City airport bars can no longer charge $27 for a beer anymore, thanks to some new rules. Now, this started with the power of social media. We always demonize it. You and I have talked about a lot of the negative sure. things that can come from it. But every once in a while, you need to highlight the fact that as a communication tool, it is like no other, right? And somebody put up something about their $27 Sam Adams beer from the uh, New York City airport. Do you know why they do that and price it so exorbitantly? Why is that? Because it cuts down on the number of drinks people take on before they get on board. That has not been my experience. So... I mean, I there's not 27. I mean, really? You think somebody's going to go drink $10, 10 drinks, five drinks at 27 bucks a beer? There's a lot of people flying out of London that that's just the cost of living. Well, that's know. not New York City, though. Well, New York, London, L.A., so on and so forth. I'm, that, but that's a lot been of wealthy the, people is what I'm saying. That's been the reasoning. Yeah. So. Anywho, $27 for a beer. So somebody took a picture of their receipt and put it up online, and people went nuts about this. And it got back all the attention and outrage got back to uh, some folks there in New York City that didn't think that was uh, cool. So they actually made a difference, and they've, they've put some new food pricing rules in place as far as a percentage of markup on cost they didn't give them a specific you can, you can only charge up to this amount what they did was you know whatever your cost is you have to cap it at this percentage of increase and now we probably won't have 27 dollar beers at least for a little while well yeah until they figure out where to get it at a different distributor or however but yeah yeah so there's that also in let's talk drinking uh, you know, non-dairy alternatives like soy milk and, and stuff like that. They've been around for a while now. The mainstream growth of plant-based eating has also aided a plant-based milk boom. I've been doing all sorts of different milks, actually, for the last few years, trying just about everything. So for years, breweries have known about an option of turning their used barley like their spent grains or whatever, into non-dairy milk. And now they've actually done it. Coors Light and Miller Light, which is made by, by Molson Coors, has brought a barley milk to the market. So beer milk. Beer milk. All right. It would have been something that was just thrown away other otherwise. So I'm kind of down for this. I think it's sufficient. It's always good to use what products you can and not throw away and waste. Plus beer milk, so, you know, <laughs> winning. <laughs> Just don't give it to the kids. <laughs> Here's your uh, your breakfast cereal, kids. Nap time lasts a yeah. long time now. 
And uh, speaking of plant-based stuff, back before the term plant-based was the trendy thing to do or whatever, uh, dairy-free margarine brands like Country Crock had already snatched up a pretty sizable share of the butter market. But now, with the public that's much more aware of things that are you know plant-based, Country Crock has been doubling down on its non-dairy cred and to hammer home the point and everything and their commitment to farmers, they've teamed up with another business to make another plant-based product, whiskey. It's called Cover Crop Whiskey, and it's the only spirit with Country Crock's official seal of approval. So butter whiskey. Butter whiskey. They got that idea from Harry Potter with butter beer. We have beer milk and butter whiskey. Life is good. Yeah, then what a time to be alive. <laughs> Life is good. Our morning show has it all. News, trivia, and music. The Morning Mix-Up with Jay and Sarah. It just entertains me and gets me through the annoying drive. On 95.7 The Mix. On a serious note, for a second, um, the formula shortage is starting to be a real issue for some parents, um, especially those who have... Um, certain types that they have to have for their child because of allergies or whatnot. Right. And I think at this point in time, the the formula supply has been cut by like 40%. Which it's... That's th- a lot. That's massive. But also, it's inconsistent across the country, as right. I understand. It is. So there are there are definitely some areas that are harder hit than others at this point in time. But a woman out in Utah has decided to help um, moms who are having trouble finding baby formula. Um, she is selling slash donating uh, breast milk. She pumps it and then she is donating slash selling it. Um, and, and that's allowed to happen. They have actually have breast milk banks these days um, where that wow. can be. Yes, that can be supplied. So. I And I understand from what I have read as a reaction to this story that there are a lot of women who are deciding that they can do something like that and are. Plus, that whole network online of the the baby formula. We talked about the story about a month and a half ago mm-hmm. where the woman started the online, look, if you need this, and then they were matching people up. That has really taken off, and a lot of people across the country are doing this. A lot of folks trying to help to see if they can cover the gaps where the shortages are occurring. So I yeah, think that's that's so awesome. Cool. People come together, and those ladies, they're they're amazing for doing that. So I want to end on this story. Mm-hmm. Madeline Adams. Okay. Madeline. She just graduated from the University of Nebraska, Omaha. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about it? Because there's lots of graduations going on. It was 60 years after she planned to. <laughs> She's 80 she years old. You know, she went and then like a lot of women and some men um, had to stop because life happens. Right. right? Children or yeah. military service. Whatever or it is. Whatever. Yeah. And so she had raised her children and taught them to not start anything they couldn't finish. And so she decided that she was going to, at this point in time, for the kids, for the grandkids, live up to the words that she abides by. And she went back and she has finished. At, at, 80, at 80 years old. 80. Good for her. Congratulations to Madeline. That's awesome. 
makes me think of uh, Rodney Dangerfield and back to school. <laughs> Not so sure it was quite that chaotic. <laughs> she should party it up. I mean, come on down. <laughs> I don't know if she joined a sorority, so. Or started her own. I don't, you know. Can you do a triple Lindy at 80? I don't know. (laughs) Well, you could, but it might be the last thing you do. (laughs) That's right. Go out with a bang, though. Mornings are about coffee, good music, breakfast. Enjoy them even more with Jay and Sarah. I listen to the radio every morning. The Morning Mix-Up on 95.7 The Mix.